Warning, what you are about to hear is born of long years of deep friendship, shared experience, brutal honesty, and the reconciling grace of Jesus Christ. Please, do not walk up to the first black or white person you know and start this sort of banter. It will not end well. You know, well, you know, I, I don't even know what to say, y'all. It's like, welcome to racial heresy. Welcome to Blacks with Power. You know, uh, we introducing Case to, to, to a little black church. You know what I mean? You're going to go to STVU and go to, the, and go to the black seminary for your education. We got to get you the black school experience so that you become well-versed in this. And this is what in, in, in black liturgics we call moving with the spirit, y'all. You know, like... Mm, that's it. Mm. Like the spirit, <laughs> the spirit came in. I didn't even know if we were gonna be recording this morning, y'all. You know, it's like it's like it's right before Christmas. You know, I I, I still ain't put together uh, Uncle Case's uh, gift for baby girl yet. So I got some work to do building this. Is <laughs> <laughs> you you sent it for me to build? You know, you know, black folk don't cycle, and I gotta build a cycle now. It's not even a bike, y'all. It's a cycle. It's a modified cycle. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even know if I was going to be recording, if we were going to be recording. And, you know, Case was kind of like, yeah, sure, let's talk. And Jimmy was like, yeah, let's talk. And I was like, you know, what are we going to do, man? And it was like the spirit just hit me like, Jimmy said he's in the office right now. So what if we get on the three-way and finally do this and finally do this crossover episode? And so, you know, here's the funny thing, right? Here's the funny thing, right? So, you know, I text I, I text the case first about doing the crossover, right? And mistake man, number one. Oh no, no, no. It was by design. It was <laughs> <laughs> I text the case first and uh it wasn't like what time was that? I texted him about this crossover, like 9.40, texted him about this crossover. This guy, this fool gonna text me right back with crickets. You know, he's gonna literally text me back with crickets. <laughs> and so I hit him with the Obama emoji, like, uh, you know, checking the time, you know. Hit him with the Pulp Fiction emotion, emoji, Samuel L. Jackson sipping the soda, like, um, waiter, you know, like, you know, and then this fool gonna just laugh at me, waiter. You know what I mean? He gonna... <laughs> <laughs> and then, and and right there, right, y'all. L- lesson one, right, y'all. This is this is how you. This is where you learn how white folks respond to 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 to, to blackness, right? We 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 say something to them, and, and white folks just kind of laugh. You know, no answer. <laughs> <laughs> But you see, this is this is this is this is lesson one, black folk in tending to white fragility in the midst of a of a response, right? So what you do is you just let them sit there in that, right? So that's why the sippy cup emoji, like I got time. I can wait for this response. You know, you're gonna respond. And so so then here's the coup de gras, right? Like, so you know that um what was that? What was that movie? I can't remember the title of that movie where um Steve Carell plays Hitler. And so there's a the, the, no, you don't you don't even know that movie? Y'all gotta look that movie up, mm-hmm. right? So nah. the, you didn't notice the last emoji I sent you was uh Steve Carell as Hitler shaking him shaking around like this saying, waiting on your response. <laughs> oh. That's funny, dude. <laughs> 
That is funny. Oh, that. Oh, that's that's that's. Mm. So me. Oh, you missed that. You missed that detail. Yeah, I missed. I missed. Oh yeah, no, I missed that. I probably would not be that's here hilarious. if I hadn't gotten that one. <laughs> so then, so then, y'all, what I did now, and this is why I brought this all up, right? So then, what I did was, I, finally, I texted Jimmy. Like, I texted Jimmy, like, "Yo, how you feel about jumping on this live with Case for a crossover episode?" He immediately hit me back. Let's do it. I'm setting up right now. <laughs> and so my response to Jimmy, Case, this is my response to Jimmy. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to set up too. I got to guilt Case into doing this first. <laughs> this is why they banned y'all gathering in groups of more than two. Right? Like, this is why y'all couldn't. <laughs> Never goes good for the white man when y'all get together and start playing with him. <laughs> so this, y'all, this, y'all, is a story of how we ended up gathered together as as three. You know, as, as Jimmy said, the Trinity gathered together. <laughs> the irreverent Trinity gathered together for this uh this surprise gift. This surprise offering, this surprise Christmas gift uh, to to our to our listeners on both sides of the aisle, you know, uh, so to speak. Um, yeah, man, what's up, y'all? What's up, bro? What's up, Jimmy? What's up, Case? How y'all doing? Good, man. What's been what's what's, what's been what's been going on, man? What's what's up, Case? How you feeling? I you know um I'm 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 feeling lots of ways. I'm feeling lots of ways. Um. I'm feeling like maybe it was it was the right decision now that I think about it. You know, we made gingerbread cookies, we made sugar cookies for for decorating, but we made sure that they were in separate containers. <laughs> you know, separate but equal containers. Separate but equal containers. Okay. For the, for the oh. darker cookies and for the lighter cookies, right? Because 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 the the ginger, you know, that's 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 a that's a strong flavor, right? Like strong, that's, that's, that's strong. Kind of an ethnic flavor when you get to it. Right? You know? We don't want that, right? And yeah, here we are. We're 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 mixing the cookies again, right? We're mixing the cookies right here. We got black oh, power. We got tears. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, Jimmy, what's I am going crying on? over here, dude. We got you in the middle of all this, Jimmy. What's what's been what's been going on, bro? Listen, man. You know, there's an old saying that says, when you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. So I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. You know, I've been I've been following racial heresy. You know, uh, you know, you, you guys are so inspiring. And of course, you know, uh, just a funny story, man. Case and I are part of the same cohort at STVU. And so it, and so in January of this year, pre-COVID, uh, we got together, we, we we shared an Airbnb, and Case was like, man, so I hear that you know my friend Jabril. <laughs> and I'm like, really? <laughs> so, so you know, so it's just fun, you know, it's just amazing, I should say, how how everything just works together. So, amen, yeah, amen, man, so amen, I'm happy amen. to be a part of this. You know, I, I I talk about it too, man. I've been I'm 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 grateful to get this together at last, man. Because you know, 
when we emphasize, and the reason I emphasize this, y'all, as y'all listen to this, is because, um, you know, we always say when we talk about the solution, case will always jump in and say, this isn't saying go out and get your black friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> And, and, and this is why, this is really why, you know, we it, it, it's, it's, it's all fun and games with the racial heresy, the explicit content. It's all fun and games when, 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 when Case has uh, his wife, and, and I think maybe now you got your son doing the intro, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, saying, saying warning, you know, what, what you're about to hear is built off of years of, of, of deep friendship. You're like, like, don't go out to the first black man and have this sort of conversation. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, it was when we talk about things being divinely ordered in this work and 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 why we say, of course, a little intro to black church in terms of moving with the spirit. Right. Like because mm-hmm. white folks, they got to be scripted. You know, you go to white church, they got to be scripted. You know, this happens here. This happens there. This happens there. And if anything happens out of place. Ah! <laughs> but. The beauty of that unscripted liturgics, right? And again, I'm 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 all for order of worship. I'm all for proper liturgy, right? And I'm all for the movement of the spirit, right? And 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 the beauty of that is this, right? Like, Case is a cherished brother of mine, right? I'm and I, and I, I am fiercely protective over my brothers, right? And so. Here there ain't is. nobody else that's allowed to beat your brothers except you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm the only Fact. black man going to whoop up on this white man. <laughs> this is my white man. Just like y'all used to say, this is my <laughs> Negro. This is... <laughs> but no, nah, real talk, <laughs> right? So here it is. This is my brother going to a black school. And I know how... I know how um, I know how black folks do to white folks. I understand. You know what I mean? I I understand what black folks do to white folks who show up at the cookout. You know? <laughs> and ain't nobody know how you got at the cookout. Like, you know? And so when um when Case is talking about Ruben and he's like, man, I don't know anybody. And he was like, but, I, you know, a couple of the brothers invited me to room with them, you know? And, and then he told me who he was rooming with. I was like, oh, shit. Shit. What? <laughs> I'm like, oh, the Lord done did it now. <laughs> you will not get away, brother, because I will make sure I got little birdies down there at school. <laughs> well, so then, so then, tell me this. Tell me this. We talking about we talking about rooming and and the, and the movement in the spirit, which I am I am about uh, multiple times have I shared right like. I don't know how the Holy Spirit works. This is not, you know, not my strong suit, right? Like engineering, whiteness, white engineering, right? I know exactly how everything works before you trust anything, right? And I don't know how the Holy Spirit works. So you tell me this. You tell me this, bro. Did did you have a hand in 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 my little field trip with Jimmy and our other roommate Ricky um, out to see a preacher one one night, one Wednesday night in our January? No, uh, I didn't have a hand in that. I didn't have a hand no, in that. Nothing, no, no, you have nothing. No, no, no. You sure? You sure I, you want to fess up? Confession good for the soul, right that, here. That, that wasn't me. But what I will say is this, right? Like, me and Jimmy ain't talking forever. But me and Jimmy got so many deep and profound bonds, right? And rooted in those bricks that you see behind him, right? 
And so mm -hmm. the, 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 the brother that you also roomed with is another one of our alpha brothers. And if you are, if you are made the right way, there will be a certain Say that tenor. Again, <laughs> <laughs> so so Ricky so Ricky knocks on my knocks on my door real gentle like you know and I and the more I think about it the more I see these parallels right the way I'm I'm being what's the word I'm looking for handled right like handled I think right? like, he's 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 slow playing it right you know oh we got this white dude and he he says he's interested you know he says he's open he says he wants you know he wants to wants to learn right so he he doesn't he doesn't push it he's just real gentle hey uh hey case you know we're gonna go catch this preacher um you know just it, if you're interested you know if you want to come right? just you know no pressure right? <laughs> like so what is a good white liberal guy supposed to do he just got invited to black church by a black man like can't say no right, <laughs> right? yeah sure jimmy what does he what does he take me to except like one of the i don't even i'm sorry i don't even remember his name anymore but because uh, I wasn't was, focused was on John that. Guns. Bishop John Guns out of Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. Bishop yeah. John Guns out of Jacksonville, Florida. He come up he come up for for a night and and he's preaching and teaching at this at this uh church. And we get in there for this sermon that just starts whooping up on slaying Goliath. Like you, you little baby, I'm over here to I'm over here supposedly learning how to take on racism in the white church, right? Like, and I'm 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 focused on my one. Little, I'm just gonna do my one little piece. I'm gonna go SDVU. I'm gonna do my one little thing that interests me. Right. I'm gonna do the one thing that I think would be fun <laughs> and, and engaging for me. And I'm not I'm not gonna make it about anybody else or or make it so that anything. It's just gonna be this one little thing. And they drag me out to Bishop John Gunn talking about David slaying Goliath. Confidence. They didn't even, that's right. That's right. Confidence. That's right. They didn't even stop there, right? Like, man, they didn't even, I didn't think it had been this long. I didn't think that I had been, you know, taken into the circle a little bit deeper, except we're like driving home. Ricky and Jimmy, man, they don't, it, do we have a nice quiet drive back to the, to the Airbnb, right? No, do we no. have, do we no. have a little, you know, so, it was not uh, a drive of contemplation and reflection. So, and <laughs> they just laid into it like so case like what is keeping you back man like what what is your problem like where is your confidence let's see it let's lay it out there oh god oh, oh. hey testify testify brother testify won't bear, he do it, bear Won't witness he do to the it? Holy Spirit. Bear, bear witness to this to this Lord that you proclaim. You know, you know. <laughs> Say yes. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right. Like, 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 like when Paul, like when Paul came to Ananias. You know, when, when, when Paul, came, Paul had to show himself. Paul had to show himself approved. You know, they ain't just take him in. He had to he had to proclaim that he indeed was no longer the Paul that was gonna stand by and hold the cloaks of, of Philip while they were stoning him. He had to show that he could be trusted. And that's an important thing right there. That dynamic right there is an important thing in terms of understanding what we need to expect from white folks who claim to be allies in this fight. Hmm. Hmm. When Paul came among them, everybody knew Paul was the one that killed Christians. And as we say, in Antioch is where they were first called Christian. In America is where they were first called nigger. 
Paul mm. knew, we, they knew who Paul was. Paul had been the one killing niggas. White folks have been the ones, white Christians have been the ones killing niggas. Paul had to testify that he had actually seen Jesus and been redeemed, been changed. And that he was determined to walk another way. Mm. Ain't, 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 ain't that ain't that what we should expect from whiteness? Mm. Mm. I, I would love it. I would love it if that's what we could expect for whiteness or even from me, right? Like I'm still holding on to the Paul that says, you know, I chief among them, right? I am chief of all sinners still, right? He, it was always in the present tense, right? It wasn't, it wasn't that, that past. I mean, he, he tries to count it all as draws. He tries to leave it behind and yet knows that that, that thorn in his side still, still is there, mm -hmm. right? That, that sin is still, is still with him. And, and, um, I guess in this context, it is it is all the more that I rejoice for for the love. I mean, the, and that it, like our sense of that word just doesn't capture. I mean, what it is to be to be welcomed the way I have been welcomed by Holy Comfort Episcopal Church, by the Reverend Dr. Kelly Brown Douglas, by the Reverend Dr. Canon Corwright Davis, right, by all of these um, mentors and and giants and theologians and and friends you know, at STVU and cohort members and, and all sorts of folks who, um, yeah, who have loved in ways that I never would have imagined. And in the face of that, right, like I'm thinking about our last episode, uh, Jabril, I don't even, uh, no, I probably, it's, it's safe to say I haven't got it published yet. So, but <laughs> thinking about just the ways to, you know, the ways that white allies could and should show up for Warnock, Reverend Warnock and, and, and others, right? Like, and just still not, not willing, able. Well, you got that one out. You got that one out. That's all. Oh, I did that. Okay. All right. Good. Good. All right. Uh, that's my contribution to, to, to standing up and shouting out. Right. But it's there. I mean, it, it, it's grace that, that in the midst of so much failure and so little allyship, so little standing up, um, the, the kind of love and welcome and, and, and embrace that I have and I and others have, have received. So that's, amen. that's an amazing Christmas gift right there. Amen. 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 And so that, you know, that belies the question, right? This is one of the reasons why I was so grateful to have the, the, us all in context, right? Cause you know, um, what, 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 what we share in y'all, what, 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 what we do with me and case, what we do with me and Jimmy, um, and so essentially what I do is two sides of myself, right? And so um, reconciliation on the one hand, but in order for there to be reconciliation, there's some white work that I can't do. I'm not white. But the black work is black redemption, seeing ourselves in the fullness of the Imago Dei, you know, seeing ourselves as being restored to the fullness of the image of God in which we were created from the beginning. Because only as a free people redeemed in the image of God are we able to truly reconcile in a way that is becoming a beloved community. And so with Blacks with Power, we try to talk about issues of black redemption. With, 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 with racial heresy, we talk about issues of, of, of racial reconciliation. Um, they have to happen. That's 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 what I think. That's what I believe. Um, and so that's how I live out my ministry. Um, 
bringing that together though right is 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 to hold into context because whiteness has a problem with a strong black identity um mm. however without a strong black identity i would argue there could never be authentic reconciliation so i know that's what i bring to both perspectives right but i would i would love to hear how you all respond to that notion of racial reconciliation taking a requiring a strong black identity and um the obstacles to that how you see the obstacles to that and, and transcending those That's a really good question, man. You know, I'm just kind of taking it in. I think, you know, um, and, and, and Jabril, you and I, we've been in conversation, you know, you know, to a certain extent about, about this. And so basically kind of what we've been covering with Blacks with Power has has led really seminally to this question and so one of the things that i propose is this liturgy i call it um of courageous work i think on the one hand everybody has to be willing to do this courageous work And, and and there are four stages to this the first stage is confrontation. The second stage is confession. The third stage is conviction. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the final stage is conversion. <clears throat> and so first thing we got to do is we got to confront. We got to confront what has been embedded in us. And through that confrontation, we come to discover the why. Why do we think? Why do we feel, why do we behave the way that we think, feel, and behave? And through that level of confrontation, we can offer a confession expressing this is why I feel the way that I feel, the way that I think, the way I behave. From that confession, it'll lead to a conviction. I believe this is what I need to do so that I can become who I am, who God has called me to be, so that I can better serve beloved community. Mm -hmm. From that conviction, I can have a conversion. Now I can be. And one of the issues that we have with racial reconciliation, and I can only speak from who I am as a black man as a black person in you know america is it's not hard for me to be but it's hard for me to be embraced Mm. it's hard for me to be accepted and so i'm doing courageous work but the people who are not accepting me they are not doing courageous work Mm. and so there is tension right there and so that's how i see it Mm. Mm. Or, mm. 
man, that's interesting. I'm gonna pivot to you, Case, because that's interesting, right? And this is this is I'm gonna put it right in our wheelhouse as Episcopalians, right? Because we we always say the Episcopal Church welcomes you, and at the same time, Black leadership even has said that a strong Black identity, on behalf of the presiding bishop, a strong Black identity has no place in the Episcopal Church. So in in other words, what we're saying at the same time, when Stephanie Speller said that. What we are saying at the same time is the Episcopal Church welcomes you so long as you don't have a strong black identity. How how, how you respond to that in the context of racial reconciliation? Uh, so many so many thoughts floating around, and, and thank you, Jimmy, for that laying out that kind of process, right? Like uh, a liturgical theological work, I don't know, a, a path to walk, right? Like that, that kind of concrete way to, to look at this, um, instead of, uh, kind of those sort of white flighty floaty ideas about, you know, concepts and whatever, and I, like, no, this is, this has got to get walked. Um, I, I just, I mean, my first, when you first asked that question, Jabril, it was, it, it was fear, right? Like, I mean, the, the fear response of a strong black identity, right? Like that, that's, that's the initial of like, I, I, I still have it, right? Like I still worry, I still, I'm afraid about all sorts of things. And it goes back and forth from, from the stereotypical stuff that I've been taught all my life, just been socialized and inculcated with about, you know, black violence and, and black bestiality and all of the, you know, just that, 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 um, you know, the, the, that angry, violent imagery, right. You know, and, and to the, to the flip side now, right. Like, that, that actually almost comes full circle of of being afraid of making the mistakes and imperfection and being rejected and and being judged um, by blackness as one of those as opposed to recognize for the for the good and other you know unique non threatening you know non racist kind of person that I really am deep down inside right like it's just that that fear that is all encompassing and yet as as much fear as is as is embodied and embedded in my response and i think our white response it is this deep necessity because the other things that, that was echoing through my mind when you were asking these questions was like a strong black identity is made in the image of god is overly redundant Right, like, right, right. There isn't a black identity made in the image of God, right? There isn't a black identity that isn't made in the image of God, right? And there isn't a black identity made in the image of God that isn't strong, right? Like, like, and so by that sense, it, it's necessary because it, we we can't be. I can't be free. I can't be free of my sin and 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 at least even a little free of the evil that that I and my people have perpetrated and continue to perpetrate, right? Unless I can see and be and deal and be in relationship with the fullness of my sisters and brothers and siblings, right? Like I can't love God and hate my neighbor. And that's what it amounts to in so many ways, right? I. Um, and it's not that I have to have some black identity for me to do my work. It's just that the, I don't know, I'm, I'm struggling on that, on that boundary of like, it, 
it's it's necessary in a way without requiring blackness to to do or be or teach whiteness it, it's just it's part of the right order of of god's creation i guess is what i'm trying to say right like and so i can't be in right order in the right relationship with god's with all of god's creation and all of who god is if i can't be in relationship with blackness with a with a strong black identity again that that redundancy but um, and so I, I don't know, I'm, I'm struggling because I don't want to say I have to have this or I require this in a way that demands of blackness in all of the perverted ways that whiteness has demanded of blackness in the past. Um, and I want to say that I need this the same way I need oxygen, right? The same way I need water and sunlight because it is part of the created order. And I can't be separate from God and all of who God is, which is all in the created order. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think I'm I, 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 one of the brothers listening, actually Octavius, brother Octavius uh, said it's crazy because they never speak on European violence. And I think that's what you were kind mm. of getting at um, when we talk about the, the, the demands of, of, of whiteness placed on black identity. Um, that at a basic level, a root level being violence, not to mention um, all of the e explicit um, ways of violence and how that plays into it is that is how is that where we're going in terms of this? Yeah, I, I think that's part of it, right? Yeah, I mean, and I'm not sure if if he's talking explicitly trying to con a little bit of conviction about European as well as American. Um, I think it, I, I, I would knowing him, I would think that that European means just white. Oh, okay. All right, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, how do how do we confront that? How how do we how do we name and speak that? Because that that I mean, white violence has has almost no context in a in a world where blackness isn't fully what it is right like th there's almost there's there's nothing against which that violence has been perpetrated and that's that's a little bit extreme and it's not quite all the way there but it, it just illustrates the point of when we live in an irreality when we live in a world that isn't reflective of of what god has actually created then all sorts of things get left out all sorts of things get dismissed all sorts of things get minimized in the face of this mythology and this this fakeness that we've created. So it's almost like Jimmy. It's almost like when we talk about the fear of a strong black identity. It's almost like a weak black identity exists to deny white violence. And so and 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 so as as well as white folks acknowledging the violence, black folks denying the the fullness of of our identity as created in an image of god which as you say case was kind of redundant like strong black identity and um blackness in the image of god you know what i mean because if you're creating the image of god your identity has to be strong and so a weak black identity is, is in of itself a denial of being created in the image of god and a weak black identity therefore allows for the denial of white violence because a strong white a strong black identity would say no you're not going to abuse me anymore you have abused me you're not going to abuse me anymore a weak black identity denies abuse denies that 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 actions were abusive and so it lets whiteness off the hook because whiteness can then focus on its quote-unquote benevolence, its quote-unquote goodness, its quote-unquote charity. 
Because look, they don't mind happy darkies. You hear it all the time. You know, they were happy on the plantation. You know, um, and so how do you see the interplay between that? Because yes, 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 it is the the, the the white admissions of violence, right? Um, but will whites ever admit to the, their violence when blacks never hold them accountable? <laughs> uh oh, you muted. Need you to unmute, Jimmy. I don't know if your microphone died. No, we got powers and principalities working against your words, oh, Jimmy. Don't, man. don't let them win. Don't hey. don't let this voice be silenced. Right, right. Just as soon as he was gonna give that answer, too, it was like, check that. We ain't gonna let him speak on that, right? Mm -hmm. No, I don't. I don't know. And so, if 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 you have, <laughs> I got this strong temptation to like step in and be like, "Well, let me explain what Jimmy was gonna say." Right? Like, <laughs> it's like well, it's, it's, it's like in my DNA. Like I see a black man struggling. Let me let me speak for him. Um, but but you know when we talk about that 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 strong identity, while Jimmy figures out how to get back. And yeah, there we go. Come out. Well, we talk about that strong black identity, um, as holding whiteness accountable to its violence. Right? It's like, in my mind, and here comes Jimmy now, so we'll we'll be able to hear what he has to say. But in 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 my mind, um, we have some responsibility to that as well. But I, again, Jimmy, now that you're back, I'd love to hear what you have to say on that. Okay, can you all hear me now? Oh, yeah, we got you now. Yeah, sorry about that. Your adversary, yeah, we, we the just, devil, roams about like uh, a lion. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you. So, so I feel as though that there can't be any, any conscious conversion if we do not have black prophetic witness. And this is something that we also been talking about in with black with proud um is this is this prophetic witness and so that prophetic witness to what what jabril been saying is is the true essence of imago dei as what dean kenny uh your, your advisor case calls blackness right mm -hmm. you know he he talked about it in a lecture of ours, and he also talked about it, you know, in in the sense of blacks with power. And so the fact that there is accountability, and we call it in the Bible that Greek word agape, love. Mm. Through mm. that, that's where the essence of the Imago Dei, the beloved community, come together. There has to be an accountability and it's shown through prophetic witness right. wherein you know um our brothers and sisters can be held accountable all right all right and so it's 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 it's, it's interesting to me right because you know for some reason white folks seem to damn sure don't want it um 
And for some reason, black folks seem to damn sure don't want to offer it. But we both want to dance around it and pretend like we follow in the way. When it's, and it's life-giving, right? Like it's, 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 it's necessary as much as I like, I, 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 I'm worried about and trying to figure out just the right place to find on that borderline to talk about it as, as necessary, right? Again, without, without trying to put additional burden on or requirements on it, I don't know. I'm, I'm running with this, this like oxygen thing, right? Like it, it's a, it's an integral part of, of God's creating reality. And therefore it is necessary for life, for thriving of God's people. If we um, believe, you know, if, 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 we, if we believe, I mean, for those who don't believe, then it ain't necessary. You know what I mean? We would disagree. We who believe would disagree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you believe, in a society that proclaims itself as Judeo-Christian, in a society that proclaims itself to be great because of its Judeo-Christian values. If you believe, one would also have to believe that it is necessary because we are to endeavor to maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, then it becomes a matter of what what do you really believe? What do we really believe? You know? Well, and, and when what do you believe in the face of hundreds of years of, of violence and assault and, and enculturation uh, against it, right? Like, I mean, on both sides, that, that me and my people, that everything we have will be taken from us. Right. Everything we are, everything we have, it will it will be taken from us if we if we give this. But what must I do to inherit eternal life? The rich young ruler said to the Lord. And he went away. Right. But here's the thing. Right. We never seem to learn the lesson. And and, and, and a comic came in that that said the founding father said this is not a Christian country. You know what I mean? And, you know, we dabble. We we dabble back and forth between that. Right. We we like to claim to be a Christian country when it works for us. We like to we like to disavow disavow being a Christian country when it doesn't work for us. I'm going to hold you accountable to saying that this is a Christian nation and that it's built on Judeo-Christian values, because that's what I can hold you accountable to. You know, and, and, and I can find places where you have said it and I can find places where you have clung to it and where you have acclaimed it as your as the reason for being a force for good in the world, quote unquote. So I'm going to make you live up to that. I ain't going to let you off the hook by saying, well, you know, revisionist history. We weren't really founding fathers and they were really, you know, and we all know that they weren't really Christian. You can't really be Christian and, and have a system of slavery. Right. Yeah. Mm. Right. Mm. And so, you know, when we talk about these things, though, if you believe, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And when we when we cannot give up all because we're afraid of what we're going to lose, whiteness is afraid it's going to lose something. When 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 you when when you are afraid that you are going, I'm not saying that you're not afraid that you're going to lose something. Okay. But realize this, according to the faith that we say we hold dear, 
when you are afraid of what you will lose, what you are really saying is you are not concerned about inheriting eternal life. That ain't your concern. When the rich young ruler walked away sad, he walked away sad because he realized, I ain't worried about this eternal life as I, as, like I thought I was. Hmm. I wanted to believe that I was righteous, but I realized I ain't as righteous as I thought I was. I ain't as serious about getting to the promised land as I thought I was. Well, and, and that is that is the, the, the insidious evil genius of white supremacy, right? Like in, in another facet that, you, that you've identified there, right? Like, because it's not just that it's not white supremacy like oh we're 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 better than right like like oh well i can run faster than you so i'm a better runner than you right or i can i can do this or i can do that it's not even it's not even like i don't know like a like a lion is superior to a house cat right <laughs> like it's not even that right it's it's this white deification it's this white divinity right because somehow white supremacy has convinced us that we are saved in whiteness, right? Like that, that we have salvation and we don't need this other eternal life thing, right? Somehow we don't have to worry about, like, it's not that we're better than, it's that we're immune. God. I mean, we're <laughs> you've been elected. You've been elected. I use that word too. Mm. And, that, and, and, you know, it's funny when you talk about that, right? Because that's the argument I used to have with uh, Professor Jonathan Gray at, at, at Virginia Seminary when he was there, when he used to talk, when he used to teach, because, I mean, this is in the curriculum, teach about predestination. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, that's a white supremacist theology, right? Woo. Yes, sir. Well, no, it's not. It was used as the foundational reason for all of the papal bulls of uh, that that led to that led to colonization and slavery it was it, it, it was used to justify the other otherness of people and the othering of people it was used to to find a way to subjugate some of the human family that is a very white supremacist ideology once save always save once white always white as long as I'm white, I'm good. And so what it then does to people of color and why we black folks are willing to accept a weak black identity is because if I weaken my black identity, I can become closer to white. And if I become closer to white, Ooh. I will be Ooh. saved. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. You know, you know. Thank you for bringing that into, into context, Octavius. Right? Like, like Jomo Kenyatta used to tell this story, right? Jomo Kenyatta, when he got back Kenya, right, first president of, of free Kenya, he say, he he said he he used to say, when the white man came to our land, they told us to pray. They told us to pray with our eyes closed. But when we opened our eyes, they had stolen our land. Woo. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, you know, and I want to I want to throw maybe a little bone if, if there are any white people still listening out there. <laughs> um, right. Like, 
If you're uh, white and listening, let us know. White folks here. No, please. <laughs> let us know you're still there. Raise a little hand. Um, you know, there, there's a sense in which, and, and I've, I've kind of struggled with this at various points too, right? Like, well, you know, I'm not Jimmy, Jabril, like, I'm not sure I can really believe 100% in, in exactly how you're saying this, right? Like, like whiteness always leaves a little bit of wiggle room. Like, I always want something less than a, than a certain, you know, totally determinative answer about this, right? Like, I want just that little bit, like, great. Sometimes we call it grace, right? Sometimes, like... So, so if you're out there, my siblings and sisters and brothers, right? If you're out there, and and you're saying to yourself, well, it, I don't really agree. I mean, I see they have a point. Let let's just you don't have to get all the way there, right? Like let's just let's just give it a shot, right? I mean, what do we have to lose? Because we've been trying it this other way for I don't know, four hundred, two thousand, depending on how you count years, right? Like, and it hasn't worked. Right. Like, like it hasn't worked. You can look around and we can see that it hasn't worked. So even if we don't like 100 percent know or agree that this will be the answer, like we've already tried it our way and it's not working. So maybe it's time just to just to try and see what happens. Did you see that, that that would be a beautiful sentiment, except for the fact that white folk can't even admit that it hasn't worked. That's you know, it. Like. White, confrontation white white whiteness can't exist can't co admit that you know what this hasn't worked you know it's 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 why you you know it's been crazy to me right like everybody is up in arms over whether or not africans will be able to get the vaccine for covid and we're so we're so glad that biden is coming back because now america can be leading the virus response the hell we about the worst country in the world responding to this virus but now we got to be super concerned for getting africans vaccinated i said to my wife i said you know why they got it they got to be spreading the vaccine they only be intentionally spreading the vaccine in africa because whiteness got to feel good about itself Mm. Whiteness got to give the vaccine. We got to be philanthropic as a society. We got to give the vaccine so that we can feel good about it. The world needs us to give them the vaccine. And it ain't about helping the world. It's about making us feel good in the midst of how bad we are. So that we can forget how bad we have been in responding to this virus ourselves. We want to show ourselves how good we can be to help others respond you know i was i was on a call with with uh uh some a brother from uh the anglican church in ghana in the, the diocese of kumasi mm. and and we were touching on this the other day uh, a little bit and so i had to look it up while, while you were chatting i was paying attention i promise but i had to look it up too <laughs> right like so we, we're going to make sure that our our siblings and sisters and brothers in in the on the dark continent right get the get the help that they need from us right there have been 300 wait 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 333 covid deaths in ghana Dude, as of december 19th there as of as of probably december 19th there has been 46,000 deaths on the entire continent of africa mm. And the problem is, and this is strong black identity, right, Jimmy? This is this goes back to strong black identity because Africa should be turning to the West and be like, yo, we good. We don't want anything from y'all. Because mm. clearly y'all ain't got it together. It ain't spread like that here. 
And as long as we keep y'all out, <laughs> the likelihood of it spreading like that here is probably slim. But no, 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 no. We can't keep them out. Why? Because we're either Francophone or we're Anglophone or we're, you know, Germophone or we're whatever phone. And, you know, we can't tell France you can't come. We can't tell the British you can't come. We can't. And so they can come because they have a right to come check on their holdings. And as they come, they're going to bring their, their disease from Europe, right? There's mutations and all this kind of stuff. And so because we don't think to self, because we ain't, because we inferior, we can't tell them strong identity. We can't tell them, you know what? We good. We going to find, we going to be just as much as, oh yeah, we need a vaccine from. If you look at Asia, they got their own vaccine in, in the making. Europeans got their own vaccines in the making. Africans, all we doing is trusting somebody else's vaccines. Even with the history, worldwide history, of being experimented upon. And it's like, you know, and this goes back to, I was saying something to Jimmy earlier, Case, on a, on a text, that there was this bishop, I think Wayne Jackson, out of Detroit head of the impact network some tv network they had him on bloomberg the other day talking about the vaccines and saying that it's the black church's role responsibility to lead the effort in getting black folks to take the vaccine and i wonder how does that sound to you as a white man Uh, so my, and I don't remember who you, who was saying it, who the host or, or, or no, the, 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 the bishop. bishop. Right. Okay. That's what I thought. All right. So, you know, cue the music, right? Jimmy's laughing because he's paid enough attention in enough episodes to know like, no, 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 no. We're going to have to find a dismount here soon because this white boy is going to need to leave before we start the segment where black people start criticizing other black people about how they're handling the fight against whiteness. I ain't asking you to criticize black. I'm asking you, how does that sound to you as a white man? Ah, uh, see, that's a thin line. That's a thin line right there. No, I, I'm like... But no, it's an important line because until we get to the point where white folks can say, and 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 this is why um, Carol Massar was the, was the Bloomberg anchor, right? And it was crazy because I tweeted her in the midst of her, you know, and I was like, yo, shouldn't there be a confession first? Shouldn't the black church be, be, in, be, be encouraging a confession from the government that yes, to come out and publicly apologize and admit the wrongdoing and the intentionality of right, that wrongdoing? Right, right, And And she raised that question with him. She responded. She was like, yo, that's a good question. She, and she raised that question with him. So I'm like, and I appreciated her. I was like, because, your acknowledgement of that as a white person acknowledging that that yes you know wouldn't it be right to expect a apology from the powers that be rather than so, just going and encouraging your people to trust those same right well it, so th this goes this goes to a particular problem with with sort of white liberal culture right and and this and this acceptance for for those of us who have accepted a certain or or claim to have accepted 
the the violence and the and the problems of our our past or maybe even our present right like um that we we're only willing to go so far and we're not willing to come into the fullness of the what some are calling the the theology of terror right like the, to really confront it's not just what has happened or what is is happening now right our violence will carry on and impact for generations to come even if right now it's like climate change right even if right now we stop somehow every bit of white supremacy and racism and violence right like it would still carry on and so this idea of like well the the black church has no responsibility other than than to jesus and to black people right? like, mm -hmm. and 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 we we're trying we're we're working to to sort of alleviate this kind of future violence that is that we know is going to happen by say by by not demanding not accepting that um more black people and white people but mostly black people more black people are going to die because of white supremacy right and and instead we're sitting here sort of like oh well if they could if they just say this then it will blunt the effect but but i'm the one who made the effect it's not their <laughs> responsibility to blunt anything right it's their responsibility to thrive and live and love god and do justice and walk humbly right and that's it so yeah, I mean, I, I think I think whiteness not being able to accept the the futureness of our violence already is 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 what hits that. Oh, man, what you say, Jimmy? Mm. Here's my opinion, man, I, and, and I thank you for that case. That that was that that was a great great response to that. Um. My other thing is, I feel as though those those anchors, the network, they know who to have the conversation with, right? Mm -hmm. Ask that question, for instance. Though, though um, Reverend Dr. Jeremiah Wright may not be pastoring, for instance, and I just kind of throw his name out there because he has a strong missional stance of prophetic witness. Um, ask him. <laughs> He's gonna have a great answer for you. And so, and so, and so the whole thing is, is that the narrative becomes skewed because of who these, you know, media outlets ask. You know what I'm saying? So, so as a result, this this bishop from Michigan. He becomes the validated voice for the black church, black leadership. And so as a result, he's speaking for everybody, but like we're not monolithic. And so and so that has kind of been the the argument, you know, and we're just using this as an example in terms of blackness and prophetic witness, you know, is that there are some people from our community who has accommodated, who has acquiesced to whiteness. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I want to simply say, you know, to your point case, is that since a, a, a lot of these, you know, white people per se, so to speak, who are not willing to be courageous to confront 
um, their thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. They'll go to other black people who have not done the work, who has accommodated and had a discussion with them. Now, see, that's what I should have done the, the beginning of sophomore year at VPS, right? Like, like that's what should I should have found you done. a safe Negro to go to. I, I see this is all the mistakes. I continue to make mistakes along this journey, right? Like, you know why you made that mistake, Case? You know why you did that? Because you're conscious. Mm. Hey, hey, I'll, hey, 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 real quick story. I know this has nothing to do with what we talk about. I got to share this story, though. So, so our first week, uh, in the cohort, right? I'm, we were walking to the library. Remember this case? We walk in the library at Virginia Union, and I walk with our professor. She's no longer there, but her name is Dr. Christy Moore. And here is something that Dr. Moore said to me. She said, Case is more woke than some of these black <laughs> Hey, look. <laughs> I tell them all the time because I know I know what happens to white folks when they get into a room, right? White folks, wh- white folks who are white folks who are woke tend to, sh- to to shut down, right, in a room. And I don't mean shut down out of fear; I mean shut down out of deference, right? And I gotta remind Case all the time, like Case, you do more work on this stuff than most black folks, man. Don't you shut man, down? Man, for sure. Like, <laughs> Don't let, don't let these fools try to pull pull the wool over your eye front and like they know history just because their skin color is black. Most of these fools don't know a damn thing, yo. They be wasting time selling wool mm-hmm. tickets, snake oil salesmen, yo. So, you know, but you know that that that, that almost you know we going we, we we started this whole thing right, black church. You know, move with the spirit, end up go live. We gonna start. We gonna end this thing, white church. Mm. You know, because <laughs> I know right now the white man is itching. It's, it's been an hour. They only they, they ain't got much time, Lord. They ain't got much time. They gotta get in and get out. They gotta... <laughs> Yo, where Jimmy go again? <laughs> you white church, you had to leave. You said white church, you gotta go. Yeah, hey. white church. He yeah, said, yeah. "Oh, white church, I gotta go now." <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> We said, we said white church, and you just dip right out, man. I know, right? You just head for the back door. The and devil. That, and, the but that, devil. That's, that's how white church do, right? As soon, be, be, before the dismissal, folks the is out the door. Before, before, before the, the benediction. Folks is gone. And so, oh. and so doing that, I know I got to keep this to a little bit of time. We got to land this plane, you know? <laughs> No more, no more in-flight beverages. We gotta bring this thing back down. And, uh, but really and truly, uh, um, nah, Case Jimmy, I appreciate y'all being willing to get on and and, and just vibe with me for this for this time. Um, just felt like doing something different as we get ready for this the feast of the incarnation. I I, mm. I found myself preferring to say the feast of the incarnation rather than Christmas. I love it. You know, I love I, 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 love I hear it. people all the time saying Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas is like, what's up? You know, um, you know, we say what's up all the time. You know, you know, people say Merry Christmas. I'm like, you know, may the Lord be made flesh in your midst. You know, um, may he may he be made incarnate among you, you know. Um, and, 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 and as we talk about the things that we discuss, what we are trying to make flesh in this world, um, 
by our by our brotherhood, by our work together, by what we put forth. Um, I give thanks for sharing that space with you all. Um, I give thanks to 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 come together to bring our offering that we receive from the world. All things come of Thee, O Lord, and of Thine own have we given Thee. I give thanks for uh, the offering that you all bring, um, and as as we put it on the holy table and 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 lift it up that it might be consecrated and returned to. Um, God's people as something that is salvific, enabling them to um, strung up themselves and walk worthy of the call into which they have been called. Uh, because a charge to keep we have, brothers and sisters. This is this is what we say in the black church, my white brothers and sisters. This is what we say in the black church. Him number one night <laughs> in, the, in, in the National Baptist hymnal. <laughs> him number one night. Turn, turn, turn in your hymnals. <laughs> Because a charge to keep we have, brothers and sisters, a God to glorify, a never dying soul to save and fit it for the sky. What we what we are saying, my white brothers and sisters, is that the Lord has given us a charge that we are that we are obliged to keep, that we are gratefully, joyfully obliged to keep. That by the gift of His salvation come among us, by the gift of His crucifixion on our behalf, by the gift of the redemption offered us, we have a charge. Do you not know, Paul said, that you were purchased for a price? And that price is the charge that we have to keep, a charge to keep we have, brothers and sisters, a God to glorify for he has done marvelous, he has done marvelous, he has done marvelous things. Marvelous, 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 marvelous things. Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so Amen. a charge to keep we have a God to glorify, a never dying soul to save because we are, we have been fitted for eternal life. The Lord said to Lazarus, come forth. And we have been fitted for eternal life. And so a never dying soul to save and fit it for the sky that we indeed might behold that beloved banquet of the Lord when the bridegroom walks into that glorious reception feast. So let us march on till victory is won. Peace, blessings. Uh, may the Lord be made flesh in your midst and in the life of those you love that you indeed might come to see the belovedness of his community come amongst us on earth as it is in heaven. Peace. Thank you for listening to Racial Heresy. Be sure to visit our website, racialheresy.com, to post your questions, comments, and feedback, and to share your own stories of life as a racial heretic. Want to hear more? You can find past episodes of Racial Heresy on iTunes and the Racial Heresy website. Want to hear even more? Invite Racial Heresy to speak at your conference, council, church, training, or event. Email us at ebonyandivory at racialheresy.com or visit our website for information on speaking engagements.